Hey, what's up, world? What's up? Hey, I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Joe. And I'm Carolyn. You guys are listening to the Carolyn and Joe Show. My name is Joe Carabin. I'm a filmmaker, photographer, a writer, sometimes a musician, sometimes a magician. But today, I am a podcaster. And across from me is one of the greatest minds this earth has ever birthed. It just came out headfirst. <laughs> Intelligence. Intelligence. Beauty. Creativity. Her name is Carolyn Belevsky. How's it going, Carolyn? I'm okay. I'm okay. Doing all I'm living right. Living life. Living it. Just like how people at home. Yes, today we're live on Facebook Live. Live on Facebook Live. Love, love to live. Lived. All those things. Um, always enjoying the feedback we have on that. So if you ever ever feel like tuning in, sometimes we're around. Majority we're, we're broadcasting live around 9 o'clock-ish. After 9-ish. After-ish. Whatever happens at that time. And then the show will go out the next day. We're always trying to keep on top of it. But yeah. We're here. Pod Summer. 31 days of podcasting. This is number 12. We're in... The twelfth day of December. Um, the twelfth day of Christmas. Is that today's twelfth? I don't know. Is it today's what episode twelve? Like, what is it episode twelve? Uh, I would have to check. So are we one day? Let's uh, see. Well, we're recording on the twelfth, but tomorrow is the thirteenth. We're figuring it out. We're, we're figuring, figuring it out. out. We're gonna catch. We're, gonna, get these we're gonna catch up to the one to that one day. But I swear to you, we're we're gonna make that. So of course, the theme of uh, so yesterday's show was yesterday's called gifted. Yeah. So that was number 11. Okay, so, so today, this is episode 12. Nice. And so... So, yeah. We're, we're getting, caught up, right? Because today is the 12th. Yeah. Or, yeah. So we're a day behind. We're a day behind we're a day behind. a dollar we're, short. We're making, it, we're making it work, though. Of course, uh, the theme of uh, Podcember is uh, Monday Mistress's song, Rocket. Go check it out on uh, on Stitcher Radio. Not Stitcher Radio. Go go find it. Go find that. Go find Monday Mistress's song, Rocket, on mondaymistress.com, also on iTunes and wherever you find music. Is it on Spotify? So, yeah, it is on Spotify. Mm. So I'm bringing up music here. I announced on the Facebook the one thing I wanted to talk about, at least I, 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 I mentioned that we potentially could talk about, is the My Chemical Romance album, Danger Days. I've been always. I always bring up this album with uh, anyone that I find that is a, a fan of My Chemical Romance, and it's very. It's 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 very. No, I'm not saying it's rare, but this day. I was gonna age, say because they have a pretty big fan base. How they, is that rare? They do have a. a or big, you just don't run into them. I personally, in my circle, don't run into them. I I have maybe a, like a select few, but it's almost like pro wrestling. It's like the ones that are there are like super diehards. Like uh, of of my chemical romance fans and and you know you know you you can feel it you know they 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 used to have the hair they used to have the colors and and all that stuff and whenever I'd have <coughs> whenever I've had these discussions about my chemical romance with any of those the buck usually stops at danger days and for me uh, which it, was their last album which was, or are you counting that one that they had back from the dead or whatever the one the, that the, there was the like parts, a parts the the weapons I actually or never like that. um never listened to it but it was it was like a the black parade is dead and then the cover had like a smash statue of Gerard's head that was like that was like the best that was, of, that was like a best live or was it a live I think that was a like a, a best of like or like a 10th anniversary and it had like a few like live tracks so attached to it I guess that's technically their last album but like the last like you know like brand new studio album studio album yeah was danger days and um you know that's like everyone a lot, majority of the people that I'll talk to that's usually where the buck stops where it's like it's like a make or break situation I guess 
where you would either lose fans or you gained a whole new audience. Mm-hmm. And what's unique about Danger Days for me is that like I feel like that's that was like the zone in which I like connected the most with uh, My Chemical Romance at that point. Like I felt like that was the identity that I needed at that time because I wasn't really like into wearing. I was like past my black phase. You know what I mean? Wearing black phase and the the dark and emo. I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know if I was ever emo, but it was one of those. You know those. It's, it's like when that came out, it was like everything that like I felt like that I needed, that I wanted in my head was what Danger Days was. You when, know? Yeah, when uh, I guess they were prepping for that album, I saw a picture online of Gerard with red hair. And like, honestly, my first reaction was like, he kind of looks like Ronald McDonald. Yes, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> but then like now I'm like, what, what if he could be Archie? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. That's really that's a unique question. But it, what, what's unique? Because like what you, what, Carolyn, you actually were the one that like introduced me and got me, uh, you know, got me into the world of My Chemical Romance. What is the what is the list of albums? Um, well, they have. Um, I brought. I I think their very first album was called "I Brought You Death, You Brought Me Bullets," something like that. I have not listened to that very first album in like a really long time. But I believe it's. But some people just call it Bullets for short. Yeah. Um, that was the very first album. That was not the very first album that I ever heard. Yeah. Because they had a Smash, Smash, Smash album. Smash, Smash, Smash album? Yeah, not Smash Mouth, but they had a <laughs> Smash album that was, um, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Yeah. And this is like, honestly, I'm like pulling stuff out of my brain that has not been activated in a very long time because I am a My Chemical Romance fan, but I have not dove into it their stuff in a very long time which is unique because, because like yeah go ahead uh, which is unique because like you know whoever who, who would have ever thought that carolyn would have gotten into you know my chemical romance that wasn't that was one of those like left turn deals for for i felt like for a lot for of me. people for you too it's <laughs> like what what brings a person into that into that world what makes someone go dark well i guess um, it was dark but like I, but I don't know you know what's funny is i actually have a fond memory i don't know like remind me if you remember this memory or you know it jogs your mind uh college so uh, i don't know exactly the year but it was right as uh three cheers was getting just released i bet because i remember buying it like on release day i believe but um, I remember being in Plan 9 Music in Richmond, Virginia, in Carytown. And I remember seeing MCR on a magazine. And I remember looking at the cover. And it was like an epic group photo of all of them. And I remember showing it to you. And I remember saying something to the extent of, like, I like My Chemical Romance. And I remember your first reaction was, like, like and 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 correct me if i'm wrong but that was that was uh your first foray into mcr well you definitely you know like hearing the music i heard it a lot from you you know uh-huh. but there's those there's those there's those but do you remember the moment at plan nine the moment of me first finding out about my chemical romance i don't know if that was your first finding out about them but do you remember that moment where i showed you the magazine i'm not sure but it seems seems awfully familiar of you showing me a magazine to someone and i mean that happens very often where you would show me something and i'm like what the hell is that 
Yeah, because that was basically Who your reaction. Because I remember like looking at their picture, and this is back still in the time, which I sadly don't do this as much anymore. So that's why I have so f- so much fond memories of this. I remember there was a time where certain albums or certain pictures, I would just sit and stare. You just stare at the. And that was a good. That's a good memory now because now you know sometimes I I might find a picture that I like, and let's say you know probably online, and then I have like a little folder on my desktop that says inspiration that's the name of my folder and i just drag it into there because i'm like oh that's cool inspiration you know yeah. like but it's more of like a quick hit thing like i don't sit there and really really look at the image as long as i used to back when i was younger and i miss that and i feel like there's you know there's something in the pixels that of course you can see the image and that's fine and you can enjoy it but it's more of like a quick little flip 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 you know, or like when you flip through Instagram or something like that, and, yeah. you, and, you, and you start like bookmarking things or whatever, collecting what you like. But it's not the it's not that level of like your eyes lock on something. Do you remember doing that when you were younger, or is that just a Carolyn thing? Well, like looking and staring at the like images deeply. Yes. Um, I believe yeah, I I did that a lot. That's a, a one for me as like a photographer. That's really the importance of a single image. That the one that told the stories, the one that like, you know, you know, that I don't know that you had several layers that you'd want to jump into. Yeah. And I remember like MCR looking at some of their pictures and like, I remember the magazine. I don't even honestly remember what the actual magazine was like a spin or something like that. I don't freaking know. But I remember just looking and being like enthralled. I was like, this is the next big thing, Joe. This is, this is, this is it. Yeah. This is the future. This is My Chemical Romance. And I remember you kind of like blowing it off. And I don't think you meant it in like a bad way or anything. I think you were just trying to be like cool. You're like, oh yeah. I always try to be the coolest. Like you, you, you were, you were just too cool for school, you know, like I, I, but then the funny thing is, is probably not very long later you got on board with it. Probably after I bought the album, I was just like, here, take a listen. And then you, 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 you did get on board with it. You know, you weren't like dissing them or anything. But it took a little bit of growth, I think, for well, you to get in on it. Well, there's a certain point where I was like, yeah, I can, I listened to it. But it wasn't something that like, maybe it was like sort of like a Paramore thing too, how it is now. It's like, it, yeah. it has to be something like say, like, you know how, like with the recent Paramore album with After Laughter, you know, I totally got onto that. Once I like, you know, it clicked in my head, but like the stuff before... You know, it was a little bit challenging for me because I was like, maybe it's not really, you know, I'm not, I'm not there yet, or maybe it's not where I am. But you know, I, I enjoyed like Three Cheers, you know, and, and all that, and all the all the great all the great songs that came off of that. I enjoyed the the Black Parade that came off of that. But there wasn't really a, though at that point, even though I, I saw them in concert with you and I was there rocking out, it was it didn't feel like it was like mine yet. It just still felt like I was still like an outsider enjoying something. You it, just came to be with me. And, and, and but it wasn't like I really I really liked it. But it wasn't something where you know that like I'm like okay, this totally is exactly what you know like. I, I, it's hard to say, but like I'm not like I wasn't part of the team yet. But I was really I was like, yeah, that's a good team. You're I'm like, not going to disrespect that team. You're borderline. But like, I was like, there's there. Yeah, I was like, there's that was pretty awesome. You know, I was like, but it wasn't something like where I'm like, be I'm a flagship person. So what I liked, because man, you're bringing back these memories. Because what you know what else is crazy for me and MCR is that no one introduced me to them. That's something I that's found I was on my own. I was wondering how that even came about. I found it on my own. Because you gave it to, you you introduced me to them. Or at least you introduced me to the rest of the catalog because I knew this. I knew the single. 
But you know what is crazy is that I look back on my favorite music yeah. and I can honestly 100 110% 100 100000000 look back on most of all of my favorite music and I introduced myself to all of it. And I know and I know this is going to sound crazy for hey, some of you hey, guys. Jim. What's up Jim? I know it's going to sound crazy for some of you guys but um I like a wide variety of music yeah. and it might surprise you what I like because the my favorite stuff that I like, like I love Vince Gill and I remember also, I don't know if I've ever even told you this story, but um, I remember being in fourth grade. No one introduced me to country music. Yeah. My parents never listened to country music. I mean, who, who does introduce people to country I music? I mean, really? I would assume people's families or, um, from what I've heard, also church. Yeah. Like, a lot of them have church roots, a lot of the country music singers. Yeah. Not all of them, but, you know, it, it does influence from gospel. And, um, you know, hell, fourth grade, no one listened to country music around me. You know, and I didn't grow up in the South or, you know, I mean, technically... We're in the South. We're below the Mason-Dixon line. But, you That's know, um, I, I, it's not like this area is like Hickville or something like that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not out there with the corn and all that. But um, no one introduced me to country music. And then along came fourth grade. I remember being at Burke Lake Park. I remember having a cassette headset with... Uh, what is it called on your ears? <laughs> the headphones. Headphones. Thank you. Headphones, like we're wearing right yes, now. Yes, headphones. That's, but <laughs> I had like cheap little headphones that just had like a little piece of foam. Yeah. Like and and they but they uh, covered your full ear, but it was just like a round foam over your ear. They weren't like the type that you put inside your ear. Um, I remember like hanging out with their ducks and probably like I might have been, you know, looking around at ducks on the side of Burke Lake Road. Or and uh, Burke Lake uh, in Fairfax, I believe, and um, you know, hanging out on a nice day, and I had on WMZQ for some reason Hold on. on the radio. Yes, I'm trying to I'm trying to read what Eli's uh, comment was. It says, "I like music who's nice," or but then he goes an asterisk MCR. So I'm assuming it says, "I like music who's MCR." Oh, it's My Chemical Romance. So, can you write back My Chemical Romance? Uh, I can say, like, Eli, we're talking about My Chemical Romance. So, MCR, it's My Chemical Romance. <laughs> so, what's crazy, though, so I remember um, hearing, like, a snippet of Vince Gill's voice. Like, and I know exactly where I was at Burke Lake, and I remember hearing it, and I remember being like, this is angelic. Like, I <laughs> I don't know what's crazy yeah. about it, but I was like, this voice is, a, is a, like the best voice I've ever heard in my life. And I remember instantly being like, who is this person? What is going on? And it, it, like, in my mind, I still call it cosmopolitan country, I guess, from his singles from whatever, 1992, where he was blew up. Um, and... Because it wasn't like, his, he does have like country country songs, but um, the particular... Oh, one, Eli likes My Chemical Romance. Oh, cool. Right on, Eli. Um, but yeah, it wasn't like uh, hicky music, but it, but it, he had like a lot of sweet sounds going on. And, I, and ever since then, totally changed my life. That, isn't that crazy how like one little moment you remember like that? It's, I, mean, I, th I feel like that's what's also amazing about music. That's why I try not to like... I mean, I really try not to, you know, if someone's like, oh, you like that band, you're this, well, you, you know, like. Like because, the labeling. Like, or, you know, like, yeah, the, like being, I don't know, just, you know, just disrespecting the fact that they enjoy something because like they, 
music has a way of being connected towards memories too. Mm-hmm. And that's for sure. To, to insult like a mem- to insult their music because they have a, it's attached to a memory. I feel is really, really it could be heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. So I don't want to inflict that on somebody. Yeah. Specifically, specifically for me, where just like you, there's a lot of music that I'm connected to. Like my Chemical Romance is connected to my memory of you know being with you. So that so that's part of that. Like you introduced me to that band. So and what else is also crazy? And then I guess in my trajectory, um, just real quick, is um, it was either 1999 or 2000. I'm, I don't remember the exact date. I have to dig it up but i remember going to 9 30 club and seeing lit because i really liked all their songs like in that summer of 99 i guess yeah was, would you say was that was like their big they were huge yeah they had they played it really, they played at woodstock 99 and like i know everyone says like oh they're one hit wonder like my own worst enemy that was their big song but they had I mean, they do other a big songs. hit but they don't have they're not a one hit wonder no because i feel like a one hit wonder like you have one hit and then you never see them again but like we saw Lit, them a and whole like, lot. Lit's still making music right now. Yeah. Like they just put out a new album, and like they had a problems. Uh, unfortunately, their drummer uh, died. Yeah. And you know, like they had they had some issues they had to go through throughout the years. But okay, so anyway, I went for, I went to see Lit, and who opens for Lit? Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte had no record deal at that time. They were I guess being looked at and such. Um, they were local, and I was like, oh my gosh, this song, Little Things. Like, I guess they kind of started leaking it in on DC 101. Yeah. And I was like, what? Or HFS too. HF Festival. They, you know, they, we saw them at HF Festival and they have a song called Festival Song, you know, and it's like, oh, I got into Good Charlotte, like pretty deep, you know, and I like, I've seen them in every element of their career. Um, and it's just amazing. Like, that's probably my favorite band is Good Charlotte. Like, it's either Vince Gill, Good Charlotte and probably MCR soon after that but in like lit too um but those are like probably my top four-ish um but it's like it, it, it's just amazing to me though that all of those bands i discovered on my own and they're very unique to me and i adore them so and there's like a lot that i could go into but just those memories of like being introduced to all that stuff on my own like really means so much to me because so many times like i see people gravitating to things because they're cool or because um someone else likes them and they want to be popular or like you know like they just be like oh who's the number one like hit today you know like they just want to be like oh i love jonas brothers like i don't even know who's like popular right now but like you know they like it's kind of like a limbing uh we live in like that society where like everyone just gangs up on somebody real quick and then like like 10 years later you no one's listening to mc hammer anymore yeah you know it's like mc hammer's like the hottest thing for two years and then like does his fan base come with him i don't know i'm sure some people still like the music but you know it's one of those things where you know like as dan as the new danny bryan would say the audience is fickle so eli has a story he says oh. he says that he likes good charlotte he remembers he had recess once and they had a boom box in elementary school and had a good Charlotte CD and were listening to Good Charlotte while playing soccer. Oh, in that's school. such a good memory. That's awesome. I love that. I can picture that in my head, Eli. That's that's so awesome. <laughs> See, like that makes me smile. I love that. Like music, like seriously makes people happy. And even like if you're in a sad mood, I have music that you can listen to when you're in a sad mood, when you're in a happy mood. There's all different types of music. That's why I, I don't think like it's proper when people like diss a certain type of music. Well, see, that's what I like, want to. It's that, it's fine if they don't like it for the see, most part, that's, but that's there's a meaning. That's the subject for it. I wanted to bring up though, like you know, getting into the My Chemical Romance part, because you know My Chemical Romance had 
you know, there's a there's a, a type of look and established that they already had all the way up until the Black Parade, mm-hmm. and which you know they were all great albums. And of course, like I was, you know, I enjoyed them. But again, like I said, it wasn't something that like I completely identified with until Danger Days came out, and which it was like this this sort of neon, um, like desolate, po- po- desolate post apocalyptic like desert glam, uh, like just epic epic hard rock and you know like Blade Runner super it's, it was like all these things. did you like it also because grant morrison was involved with the videos no that was like that was like that's just like a cherry on top at that point i wasn't like i wasn't hardcore into grant morrison yet either i knew of grant morrison as awesomeness but i wasn't like like just i wasn't like eyes deep into like the world of grant morrison um but like at that point that was because i didn't read doom patrol yet at that point i was like just in that border time but yeah like seeing like the neon colors and the and the brights it like to me when I saw Danger Days, it really felt really refreshing to me because, um, you know, like you, you, you never, you never, you know, sometimes people stay with like, I'm going to be emo or punk like the whole forever. But then I like the fact that like, no, we're just going to go as loud and a loud and abrasive and just like, uh, I, I'm not going to say reckless because, because there, but there was like this just frantic like center no, i don't want to say synergy because that's something that's used a lot but i just love that they had that uh that frantic loud like it was loud to me you yeah. know and it was like loud neon uh dirt in your face you know like uh poke a lot poke apocalyptic rebellious and for some reason like the other the other albums didn't feel like that to me because this was a louder like this had like neon greens and neon purples and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and it and it, it had loud. and there was there was and atmosphere. in a way it was a little like and I mean this in the nicest way it was a little bit obnoxious. No, it was definitely obnoxious, <laughs> but like this awesome futuristic obnoxious that's like this color clash and all that stuff. And I saw that and I was like, that's what I was like, that's what that's what's missing, dude. <laughs> so then, like at that point, like I, like after I saw like Danger Days and everything that you know, like what was it like? Uh, like art is the weapon yeah. and like all that promotion and they were wearing the masks and the big heads the and spider. stuff like that and like um yeah like all yeah like the spider the, those crazy masks and like all these things that was so so in a way comic book and they also did like some release party if i remember correctly that was a carnival yeah i remember seeing pictures of it people got special tickets to like play games and a, it was like a yeah. cra- like a haunted well i think that was for like that was for the black parade where they did they did no, that during that was, a, Hall- a Halloween time. Well, maybe they had two of them. Well, but. they always had a performance during like Halloween time. But like for, <coughs> for me, like I saw that, and that still like influenced like the choices I make to now with like even like the new like a stray logo, like the type of blue and like the brightness and the and just the way like I remember when Danger Days came out, like I saw like the desert different as opposed to being like this this land of like oh it's yellow. I was like yeah, but imagine if like the sky was purple. Like this crazy desert purple. Like I was like, this is. I was like, this is the way I wanted to see the world now. So it was man. essentially like the Killjoys world. Yeah, the Killjoys world is like was so alive to me. I think that's what it was. The Black Parade was dead, and then the Killjoys was alive, and I. That's what I felt like, and I saw that, and I was like, and like when I listened to it, I was like, I freaking feel alive. I remember like, this is rebellious to me. Yeah, you know, when I bought the record on the record release day, I remember going to Best Buy dressed as as a uh, killjoy like my own version of a killjoy and i remember yeah. doing like the sketch before sleep yeah what was so that was like t- i do i did every day i drew a sketch for 365 days and it was like i believe the years were like 2009 2010 somewhere around that bracket um 
So I did a sketch of myself as a killjoy. So the thing, for one of the days. So the thing I always want to, I always wonder is like what, because I was just reading an article where um I forgot her name. I should I should remember, but it was a um, it was a journalist who um who was interviewing Gerard Way for the very first time, and she's always idolized, you know, like, and this is a big deal to her. And but then in the article they mentioned how um that Danger Days didn't do too well, and then it was only until 2017 that it reached gold. And I remember, um, you know, like one of, one, of, uh, one of the people that I photographed before, like Casey, that she was big into My Chemical Romance. But then when I talked Danger Days, she was like, yeah, I don't know. It was a little bit different there. Like, and I was in my head, I was like, yeah, but this, that was what was so amazing about it. I was like, what makes, you know, what makes Danger Days like that one turning point? Because I feel like after a while, if you're going to outgrow emo, you go into that Danger Days world, you know? But I guess some people don't want to grow out of the emo. A lot, like people don't like change ultimately like most people don't like change but i feel like even it's very like, hard for them even paramore sort of they went louder as well they went into that a futuristic dance world too it's almost like if you're an emo that's the next step well i think also um the word dance that you mentioned the few people that i knew that kind of liked mcr when i i was like really pushing danger days on them and um i actually did this with a co-worker who like he was he's very like introvert um barely talked to me <laughs> like i sat next to him for like four years he like you know barely talked to me but i knew that he liked mcr and i was like oh man you needed to listen to danger days and i like you know it was like every day i was like you need to listen to it yeah and then he finally like i guess got a digital download and like listened to it but um he was like yeah i just tried it out like his re- main reviews like i didn't he's like i didn't really like it it's too dancey it's too and, I was, and then but i wasn't i like, like i just apologized i was like okay sorry because i made i felt bad that he like spent money on it or something i don't know but i was just like oh okay i, I remember in the interview uh with gerard um he was saying that like would it would it have would people have had the same reaction to it if it came out instead of 2010 2000 how, if, it, if it were to come out in 2017 because i feel like he was saying like it's like they like to be ahead of the time, but he feels that with that album, at least in this interview, he says they were way ahead. So people weren't able to grab what the concept or what the ideas was. And that might be true because like now there's a lot of stuff that's but sort of in that world. You know, some of those kids, like they they want to live in that emo life. They yeah. they still want the Black Parade. They want they I mean, even to this day, they probably still are craving that Black Parade my chemical romance. Like for, and they they just couldn't move on with the band, I guess. For me, almost like as a as a bass player and a musician, it's like like I was that like introduced me to that bass fuzz that really that like really really like oh they flee and stuff that's cool bass but then I was like I was like yeah but I want that dirty desert bass fuzz you know what I mean that yeah. like off of the danger days off of that off of that t- like like before I was afraid of like fuzz you know but mm-hmm. now like hearing that I was like now I'm not afraid this is like this is almost new to me like how you can handle this type of like post apocalyptic dirty gritty fuzz is such a weapon. And you know, danger. I that it started with like the Danger Days world because they had that fuzz. You know, when I was listening to pa- Planetary, when that type of sound, like the like all yeah. that. So even though that's like a that's a dirty bass synthy sound, it's like that type of that type of sound was totally to me what I well, absolutely like it was what ear I needed. opening for you. It was it was really and also just to just to like um be open to those types of colors and that type of direction and just to be like. Yeah, the aesthetics of that album were amazing all the videos too um yeah. you know what i do speaking of the videos i do want to hit on some things with that if we can backtrack uh to the older albums um first of all ghost of you that's probably uh, one of my top songs <coughs> I, I love that song i love the video 
Mark Webb directed it. It was an excellent video. Um, like, I absolutely adored that video. And the Helena video, that got, I mean, that was a pretty big song for them and as well. And those were, like, back when they made, like, serious music videos. Those were then. beautiful music videos. Yeah. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And, um, yeah, they have a lot of really nice videos. And the, the images are very striking. I mean, that's all elements of why I really enjoy MCR. And you know what? I'll, I'll confess as to right now, like, why I don't listen to them as much. Well, first of all, honestly, they're not on my mind as much just because they have disbanded. And unfortunately, you know, it, like, it's one of those things where it's a little upsetting. And I think we actually did a podcast about, yeah. you know... If you guys want to go back in the archives, we did a podcast when they announced uh, that MCR had disbanded. We talked about that um, in depth, and so you can check that out. But um, you know, like it was, it was sad for me, and you know, I'm, I'm not like I'm never gonna listen to them again. It's not like that. It's not purposely like that at all. But um, I guess my personal problem with like listening to them is that like I can't listen to, the, to it in the car because it's like too excessive. It's too like like their sound is so motivating in like a good way that it's that it's bad for me if that makes sense like it, it makes you want to do it something. makes me like like i don't recommend it for driving but i do recommend it for like getting pumped for something like if you have like a job interview or you know something that you're like i want to be positive and like you know crush this you know like i want to like go in there and you know show them what i got like mcr is a great music to listen to for that you know, but it does make me pa- like panicky and like a, and like a, like a, fr- like you said, frantic, like frantic is probably a better word than panicky, but it makes me like so frantic. It makes my brain like energized and pumped, yeah. which is good, but you can't like, maybe not you, but like for me, I can't listen to that all the time. It's a special treat for me now. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, I'm not going to pop in MCR like all the time. And and that's like hard for me too, cause like I enjoy it, but it, it's just something that I'm not gonna pop in as much anymore, cause maybe I'm also a little bit more chill now. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> but it, like th- th- I'm just saying that that's pr- that is I know like there's a reason why I don't listen to them as much as I used to. But that's it. But uh, otherwise, like everything I, th- I I think that they have great great songs and very motivational. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's that's. They have a there's a drive. Yeah. You know, there's a drive. It's like in their let's song. go. Yeah. They and, do and like Ghost of You is probably their slowest song, would you say? The slowest song. Uh because I, I know it picks up at certain moments, but I'm trying to think if it is their if it is like their slowest song. Because that's my favorite one of their songs is like the one that's like chill. <laughs> but it's very like I mean of course of course sad it, song. If people paid attention to the uh, to the end of several episodes for millions of Several episodes of Carolyn and Joe show, we ended on a My Chemical Romance song. The Blood. Well, yeah, we ended on Blood, and then after that, we ended with, um, uh, what was the other one? The, uh, now I forgot what it was called. It was like the summer no, the, chill song. Or the, <laughs> the, no, no, not, not, not that one, but the, you are dead in yesterday. The kids from yesterday. Ooh, yeah. And that's like your, your quintessential that's, end of movie That to me, if, if that opportunity comes... If that, when that opportunity comes, I'm using that to end, to have to, to have my end credits roll with that song. Yeah, that's, and, that's what I'm. That's what and I'm you know with. what? The another cool thing is we've met Gerard before. He's a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Um, like honestly, like I was like, oh my god, cool. Like I mean, I, I he's just a regular dude. He's he's like a pretty awesome regular dude. Yeah. And um, 
you know, I'm glad that we had that opportunity to meet some of the band members. Absolutely. Um, and talk with them. But yeah, you know, like, they opened up uh, a little door to comics for me, too, because we were already making comics at that time, and I actually gave Gerard some of our comics at the time. Yeah. So that was a long time ago, but it was probably, like, over ten years ago. Um, but yeah, like, having those moments, I treasure a lot. Um, very very awesome band inspirational band and music like changes people music music unites people music and food unite people and politics and religion kind of divide people politics definitely divides people it's made to divide people just so you all know if you're not like in the dark about that politics is made to divide people but we're focusing politics on is the music. made politics is made to divide people but music, music unites. and food Music unite and food, people. Music and food and, and art unite. That's right. So listen to that. And art is a weapon. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So everyone go So I would just like to say everyone go out there and check out My Chemical My My Chemical Romance's Danger Days album. Let us fabulous know. Fabulous Live. What was it? The, the Fabulous t- Life of the what Killjoys. Is, is that what it is? The Fabulous Life of the Killjoys or the Life and Times Life and Times of the Fabulous Killjoys? Yes. Danger Days. Life and Times of Fabulous Killjoys by My Chemical Romance. Go check that album out, man. I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll really enjoy that. And I'm not just saying that because I love that album. I'm saying that because I love that album. (laughs) So, yeah, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Let us know your favorite MCR song if you're an MCR fan. Yeah, let us know in the comments below. Instagram, J or at carolynbalewski.com, or at carolynjoshow. (laughs) <laughs> Carolyn, carolynbolesky.com <laughs> I was like what are you talking about that's my website but yep and there you go episode 12 of 31 we're not even halfway there ladies and gentlemen we're not even halfway there but we're almost halfway we're there we're approaching we're uh, approaching the countdown encroaching. to the end of the year is begun it's beginning we're just getting warmed up so just so you guys don't know my name is Joe and I'm Carolyn be excellent to each other you're bonafide